Thank you for tuning in to Shift the Plan podcast, where it is never too late to change the game. I'm your host, Rhonda Evans, and here we'll be listening to stories of the everyday woman. How life just, you know, brings you a little bit of obstacles, but what matters is what you do within the shift. Today in the seat, we'll be talking to Sequoia Jenkins of Jenkins & Co. Weddings. She'll be talking to us today about all things weddings, you know, from before she got married and how she, you know, prepared herself for her husband. Also, we'll be talking to her about what it's like being a newlywed, being married, being a bonus mom, and all of the amazing things that come with it, along with the not-so-amazing things. So, Take a seat, listen, tune in, and enjoy this next episode. <laughs> I'm excited to have you on here. You know why? Oh my because God. it's like it's like catching up with an old friend. You know, but your friend is like dope in real life. Like no, real stop it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. This is going to be a good, good, good episode. So like, <laughs> literally, it's like old friends catching up. You have done so much oh since god. our call center day. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Thank much. You. Like, I sit here and I think about, I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally remember sitting across from you in my cube and you talking about getting married and finishing school and now here we are fast forward 2019 and you've done that plus some. I know it's so crazy I know it's so crazy <laughs> so I know we're just chatting away so for our listeners let them know exactly who Miss Sequoia Jenkins is so they can you know get the inside scoop because I kind of already have a leg up on them <laughs> Okay, I feel like there's so many things I want to make sure that I cover everything because I'm like so uh, multi-passionate. So I definitely am a wife first. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a bonus mommy. So I have a stepdaughter, Chloe, who is 11, which is crazy. I can't even believe that she's 11. Um, (laughs) I also own a business, Jenkins & Co. Weddings. Um, So I'm a wedding planner and I'm also a teacher. So I do all of the things. And you all of the things, right? And you do it so effortlessly. Like, I will say this. You are very transparent on social media. Like, you tell yeah. us all the good things. But you also tell us, like, look, today is not the day. Today is not a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the fact that you are a real person. Like, oh, social media you. is... Right. Social media is so full of people trying to be someone other than who they are to gain followers and things Mm -hmm. like this. But you made a really good point on your page the other day. Like you have the number of followers that you have, but you have accomplished so much. So it's not even about the presence right there. It's about what you do offline. Yeah. I think it's so important for people to not get wrapped up. I mean, I think as women in general, especially entrepreneurs and wives and just, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're working for, you know, a nine to five, it's like the comparison game. And so I just 
my word for 2018 was intentional and it's so mm-hmm. funny because one of my friends on like the new year's eve was like i just want to thank you for being such a great friend and like i hadn't even shared my word of the year yet like with anyone at that point for 2018 <laughs> and she was like and you're such an intentional friend and i was like oh my goodness like so it worked like me saying what i wanted to do i did it and people noticed it and so i just always want to like you said highlight the good because in life there is going to be hurdles and I have had my share and so I don't care if it's a small win me and my husband have this thing that we pop champagne literally for anything that is an accomplishment (laughs) I love it my my look I have certain bullet points that I want to go over with you but look it seems like as we talk, it's like, oh, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Like, because you are doing so much and accomplishing so much. So, okay. So, taking it back, like, you've made a, a lot of shifts in your life just over time, period, yeah. because you're not originally from Charlotte, right? No, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. So, I'm okay. a New Yorker. <laughs> and you make it very known that you are a New Yorker because you frequently go back home. <laughs> No, I try to go back like at least quarterly because I have a lot of friends there and it's just it's just home. I definitely love Charlotte though, so I'm not like, oh, I hate Charlotte. I love both places, but New York is definitely home. It's always home. And yeah. I think going back to what you were saying about your friend who said that, you know, thank you for being such an intentional friend. Like people talk about finding their tribe all the time, but when I tell you, you and your friend group, like that's goals for me. Oh, stop. <laughs> so sweet thank you like every time that I see you guys get together for anything like for anything (laughs) like you guys like I don't know too many people who will like oh wait a minute I'm gonna even though I live in another city or another state I'm gonna make sure I'm there for the moments for the Uh, things that matter even for the little things when you mm -hmm. when you need to see a familiar face like you guys literally do that yeah, I think it's so sweet. And I think that, gosh, I guess I just really feel like I'm so blessed because I know there's just not a lot of friend groups that do that. And so many people, like you said, on social media are like, oh, they like they pretend they're transparent, but they're really not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like with my friends, I've just been so blessed. Like we really are. And we're there. Like you said, we're there like for everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's like, listen, I will drive 12 hours to your house to sit on your couch if you need me to like that's the type of friendships we have so it's a blessing I think it is a blessing because not too many people can can count on that and knowing that you guys can count on each other all the time like that speaks volumes like it's it's hard enough just going through life in general but Mm -hmm. just knowing that you have that support system um, right there even in your like immediate family and it's crazy that because you and I met I feel like me and your mom are friends because, <laughs> <laughs> because we talk all the time oh that's so sweet yes like we silently cheer each other on for different milestones <laughs> on social media because I feel like I know her in real life <laughs> Yes, you do. You do know her. <laughs> so I think it just, it, it comes from the way, I think it all comes from how you were brought up, you know, the in, inspiration that you had with your mom mm-hmm. and just everything that she's instilled in you, like made you the woman that you are today. 
Oh, that is so true. And I think I saw this meme the other day and it just reminded me, like, you know how you have bad days and, or just even in general, like sometimes people see me and my friends and they're like, oh, y'all are so like, you know, everything you said. And I'm like, you know, I've had other friendships that didn't go as planned and, and, you know, painful moments. And it makes you want to be a person that's like, not so nice sometimes. And then I saw this meme and it was like, be the woman that another woman can trust. And I was like, you know what? Even though I have rough patches with people, I'm going to continue to nurture these relationships and be this woman that my mom instilled in me because it's going to pay off. So Mm -hmm. for people out there, you know, who like, oh, I wish I had friends like that. Like, just continue to be the woman that you want to other women to be to you. And I think that Mm -hmm. you will attract those positive relationships. I think that's absolutely true because I think we get afraid and we stay stuck in certain and it it doesn't even have to be, you know, a relationship. It could be those friendships, those good girlfriend um, friendships that we stay stuck in because it's familiar to us. But mm-hmm. really, are they good friends? Am I being a good friend to them? Yeah. You know, it makes you really reevaluate that. So um, going on to you know, you mentioned that you are a business owner, but that's not what you do when you're a regular nine to five, right? No. <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like I am in two very um, service-based industries because mm-hmm. I'm a teacher in my nine to five. And I also, along with teaching, I train other teachers. So I do some like district professional development and stuff like that. And then I'm also a wedding planner, which is very hands-on and very service-based type industry. So I have two business, two jobs where I'm like giving <laughs> myself to other people. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's very, it's challenging. It's it's fun, but it is challenging at times. And, and you have to be a very selfless person to be in those types of industries like I commend teachers because I don't think I could do it like seriously I probably will walk out of the classroom like y'all got it okay <laughs> I can't even do it so you have to be a selfless person to be in those very um very specific industries um that you're in so did you always want to be an educator um, I always wanted to be in the service-based industry. I wanted to be a social worker when I was younger. And my mom would kind of always tell me that she saw me being a teacher. And I was just like, no, I'm going to be a social worker. Like, I want to work with that type of population of people, you know, who are... So I always knew I wanted to do something to help people. And I think um, my first high sc- my first job in high school was like a camp counselor at the YMCA. And then I did after school and then from there, I was kind of like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to be a teacher. So I guess my mom was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm, But I've always loved just like that, working with ch- children and people like in need and that kind of thing. So I think for you, um, you're a different, you're a special kind of teacher because <laughs> you, <laughs> I remember there was this one um, little girl who um, you had grew really close to. And then um, I believe her mom passed away. Madison, but... yeah. I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna name my daughter after her. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, her name is Madison. <laughs> oh my god! Like they don't find teachers like you that often. Like you took it beyond the classroom, and I think that relationship that you built with her 
was preparing you to be there for her during the time that she really needed you. That is so true. And it's so crazy because, you know, you never want to have favorites or anything like that in the classroom. But there was just something always about her. And I don't want to get emotional, so I'm trying to hold it back. But um, (laughs) there was always something about her. And, you know, I was close with her mom, too. Like, her mom was so sweet. She was always like, hey, what do you need? And it was just just something about that family. I was like, I just love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I don't care. I just love them. And I actually taught her for two years. So I taught her for third grade. And then my principal wanted me to move up to fourth grade. And I asked, requested for her to be in my class again. (laughs) Um, And so I got to keep her. And then um, at the end of the fourth grade year, she went to fifth grade. And when she went to fifth grade, I actually moved to another school. I think I think that was when I left my school. And um, that was the year that her mom died. So it just was like full circle. It everything just made so much sense as to why I just could not let that little girl go. I just loved her and I still love her and she's so special. So I definitely think that, you know, the higher being above um, (laughs) does put things in our, you know, in our paths for certain reasons that we might not know until, you know, a year or two or maybe even beyond that. Exactly. Like you just never know where that's going to lead or even if it was just for that season, you know, you Mm -hmm. served her purpose you you know you were definitely being a servant in that moment um for that young lady so I think that that is amazing so you definitely need a teacher's award of some kind of magnitude (laughs) 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 because that goes far beyond the classroom it does I know thank you you're welcome always I told you look I'm trying to think like what how can I cover everything because you You've done so much over the past couple of years. It's like, I'm, how is she doing all of this? And you have such grace and such class with it. Oh and it's God. like, thank you. <laughs> you are really, like, really making me blush. I'm like, I can't believe all these nice things. Someone is Girl, look. You did not receive any of the awards that you received because you were sitting under a rock, keeping to yourself. <laughs> it's because of you and who you are um in the things that you put into it so absolutely you deserve all of the accolades oh my goodness thank you so much so let's move on to how you made that shift in deciding okay now I think I'm ready to get married so let's talk about how that all oh Girl, do you want the whole, like, what story do you want? Like, do you want, like, the, okay, we're breaking up and then we get back together story? Or do you want, (laughs) do you want just the engagement forward? Because, you know, I keep it real. So I definitely have all of the stories. Which Look, I want you to keep it 100 because the part, you know, the one of the reasons I really wanted to do this podcast is because there are so many women like everyday regular women like you and I that have these different shifts and Mm -hmm. then there's those who have shifts and they don't do anything with it you know and so they need to hear these stories they need to hear these stories of encouragement and motivation and, and know that it's not just me you know yeah I definitely agree So, I will take it back um, a few seasons. (laughs) 
And so before I started dating my husband, because I actually knew him for a long time, like two or three years before we started dating. But, you know, I was just in this space where I was messing around with an ex and just different stuff. And um, he had been asking me to go out on a date. And I was like, mm, I don't really want to go out with him. So we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's funny because a, a shift happened, like you said. So I guess that's, that's amazing that this is called shift the plan because God definitely shifts the plan for us. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I'm messing with a, an ex um, and my brother ends up passing away. And my current husband, who at the time was just a friend, ends up like reaching out to my mom and like going to her house and bringing her flowers. And I wasn't even there. And I was like, wait a minute. He doesn't even know my mom. Like, that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my brother passes away, funeral, all that stuff happens in April. And it was the January. So, so funny. It's a new season. It's a new year. And I text him and I'm like, hey, um, still want to take you on a date? And he's like, <laughs> okay. Because I had played it over in my mind. I had said, I had talked to God. I was like, listen, the next guy that I deal with, I'm we're getting married. Like, that's it. I'm not dealing with this back and forth. I'm not doing this, guys. So I took a little, you know, break. I, I broke it off with my ex, like, for good, kind of mourned and just was with my family. And then that January, I was like, you know what? I think I want to talk to this guy. So fast forward to January, we go out on a date and start dating. Um, and then I think I felt like, Again, I needed some self-work done. And so I had started reading this book called Becoming a Woman Like Ruth. Mm. For any single woman, it is a great, great book. And it's all about, I mean, just literally the book of Ruth. But it's written by actually two African-American authors, women. Um, And it's it's just such a good book. And it just helped to shift my mind from not really worrying about getting married because you know how you start dating and the guy is a good guy and it's like, okay, where's my ring? He need to hurry up. And it mm-hmm. shifted my mind to just becoming graceful and just just being in whatever season that God has me in and not worrying about what's coming next because I'm such a planner and I'm so like, everything needs to be like this and I was too, <laughs> I was too focused and so I really had to do some self-work. So I read that book. It sounds so cliche, but I really did read that book. I read another book called The Surrendered Single, which is another Christian book, um, not written by African-American, though, but it is really good. And um, I want to say, like, months later, we got engaged. It was really crazy. But wow. it, took, it took me to shift from that whole, oh, I want a husband. Oh, I want this. I want that. So you know what? I need to work on me. I need to prepare myself to even be somebody's wife while I'm over here talking about I want a husband. And mm-hmm. I want this ring and I want all this stuff. And I'm not even all the way together. So I think that women, sometimes we get so consumed in that. And we really need to do some inner work and like find out why, why am I so consumed with that? And those two books really helped me and shifted my mindset. And next thing you know, I was getting engaged. And I was like, wait, what? You went to the, you bought a ring? Where, where did you get it from? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't even he, we had never looked at rings. We had never, like, Whoa. never looked at rings ever. And he just did it. He was like, "I yeah, I, you about to be my wife. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be a wife now. 
I'm alive, y'all. So I'm going to definitely link those two books in the show notes so yes. other women can read those books. But that is absolutely amazing because I'm glad that you brought that point out that we get so focused on, I want a husband, I want to be married, that do you even really pay attention to the man? Or is it just more about, I just want to be married, but yep. you were like, let me take a step back and do some self work. I had to, it was so, it was so important because, you know, as, like I said, as a woman, you want that ring and then you just start and she vacation with her boyfriend and they and she thought he was going to propose he still ended up proposing but he intentionally didn't do it that weekend because he knew she was waiting for it she was pissed and it's like (laughs) are you really in a relationship just for a ring you know sometimes we got to reel it in yeah so I really had to really really you know like I said do some soul searching and those two books were amazing oh goodness so ladies that are listening that are single um now, I will say this. I do not profess to have the best marriage because marriage is work. You oh, know? girl, so much work. <laughs> so much marriage work. is work. But the moment that I stopped focusing on it was when I met my husband, mm-hmm. which is really, really crazy. And it seems like the moment that you stop focusing on that aspect of it, you, you know, he was like, I, I need to go get a ring because this is my wife. Girl. <laughs> because then I started to focus on other things you know and and just really I was already you know I had already you know how sometimes you think you got it all together I had already bought a house I already had my bachelor's I was like oh I'm I'm ready he need to get ready but it's more (laughs) than that it's more than a house and you know you cute and you got a degree okay but is your soul together you know (laughs) are you really ready to be someone's wife and I struggled my first year of marriage was hard as hell can I say hell on here you can girl girl (laughs) we can talk about that too for the single ladies it's hard going from being Miss Independent Woman to somebody's wife let me tell you it is not easy it's not. I think I still, and we're about to be going on year four. I think I still struggle with that because I was divorced for 10 years. So mm-hmm. it was just me and my children. So it's like, even now to this day, it's just like, well, I'm about to do this. And that. But you have to realize it impacts other people now. It it's not just you. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's the absolute good point. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we need a whole nother episode to just talk about that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I think it should be talked about more, especially, you know, in our community because so many marriages don't last. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want my marriage to last. And, you know, it takes work. It takes conversations. It takes two people working their butts off every single day for it to work. We did marriage counseling for over a year. We still have check-in counseling sessions you know whenever there's something you know shaking in the atmosphere so I definitely think that there needs to be um, a culture that understands that it takes work it's not just you know a pretty ring and a wedding and all that fun stuff right it's it, after the wedding there's so much more <laughs> there's so, so much more, much more. <laughs> <laughs> so if you you know definitely give me the name of if you don't mind um and we will put her um information in the show notes as well 
Absolutely, yes. Valerie Miller, she is wonderful. Yes, because I think that it is important. This year is going to be the year that I um, embark on that. So I'm real big on going ahead and sitting down with someone to work on me Mm -hmm. um, first and then, you know, bringing in my husband and see how we can continue to work on us. Yes, that's, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. So yeah, today, this, this year is going to be that fearless year. The things that I was uncomfortable or was scared to do, or, you know, what are people going to say type of thing? Man, I don't even care. I was, um, what's her name? Listening to Mia Ray today on her interview. And she said, people don't do certain things that they're not successful because they worried about what other people think. And that I know. is so true. That is so <laughs> true. And at the end of the day, people should be worrying about your health state and mm-hmm. mental health is very important and the state of your marriage is very important. So if anybody doesn't think that counseling is beneficial, then they don't need to be a part of your life, really. <laughs> Honey, look, it's essential, you know, and I think and this is probably a whole nother topic, too, is <laughs> because um, in our community, we are always so focused on, you know, well, God got me and I have faith. You are supposed to. You're supposed to have faith. You're supposed to trust God. But guess what? God also gives you common sense. So <laughs> he sure does. And faith without works is dead. Okay? Girl, like you so, got to work at this thing. You got to put some work into it. That's it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> So you, your um, husband has a daughter. Was that ever um, something that deterred you in the beginning? Like, I don't know if I want to go into a ready-made family or what was your approach at that? Um, absolutely. Yes, it was. And that was part of the reason why I didn't date him at first. Um, my husband's also a lot older than me. He's like 11 years older than me. So I was younger and you know, I was like, oh no, like I'm not dating somebody (laughs) with kids because I don't have kids and I'm in my early twenties, you know, and he's in his mid thirties. So that's basically his problem. That was my perspective. (laughs) Like that was literally my perspective. And so, and I will say that, um, it's, it's a twofold because I definitely feel like, you know, being a stepmother, a bonus mom has been a blessing. Like, it's amazing. I would never trade it for the world. And, our relationship is what it is because of her. Like, there's so many reasons why I'm sure God placed me in this space. Um, mm-hmm. But it is still difficult because I currently don't have a child of my own. And so there are even still moments now where it's like, oh, I have to think of this third person, not just even him, mm-hmm. this third person and her mom and yeah. her, you know, and it's not that I don't want to. It's just that it's hard. It's not a natural thing for me because you know I wasn't there for her first like I don't know seven years of life so mm-hmm. it's not that you don't love the person it's just hard it's not a natural thing so oh my gosh you have hit the nail on the head with that statement <laughs> <laughs> I commend step parents who come into it like boom I got this but like you said it's not necessarily a natural reaction because your life was totally different before this. And so it's not normal and it was an a- adjustment, but you know, you don't treat her no different. I mean, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see her, you know, like that's my, that's my girl. 
right so but i think it's more of that deeper level work and because like i said you know when it's just dating and oh yeah we buy her cute clothes we see her on the weekends whatever but when you're married and like mm-hmm. now every household decision i make has to include her that's different than just like oh you know you're coming over here for the weekend it's different like if we want to if I decided which I never would because obviously reasons but if I wanted <laughs> to move to California or whatever you know I can do that if I really wanted to I wouldn't be married clearly right, but, right. and so it's so much <laughs> deeper than just like oh my gosh you have a daughter she's so cute you know it's, it's deeper than that yes yes it absolutely is you have to you have to do the extra steps like for me you know when we drop the kids off because I'm a stepmom too um it's it's more than just saying you know bye baby see y'all next weekend right like this past weekend I made it my point to hug them and tell them that I love them before they walked out of the door and I, I noticed the difference because, you know, I tell the two that I gave birth to every night, you know, I love you, you know, have a good day at school, you know, those types of things. And they're just here on the weekends. So I need to give them that plus some because they're exactly. only here on the weekends. Yeah. And it's just like, even when it comes to parenting styles, like she's now a preteen. And so, you know, you mm. a little bit different stuff than you did when it was like, she was seven or eight. And it's like, oh, I might want to raise her like this and her mom who I have no you know I have a relationship with her father because he's my husband but I, I mean her mom doesn't have to do anything I say like that's her daughter and exactly. so you start to have that kind of shift and you know it's a, it's an ever evolving thing it's not it, I don't think there's like one right way to do it. it it there isn't there isn't and I just hope that moving forward just because you know we just thriving out here, black women, right about now. <laughs> um, I hope and pray that we, you know, start having more and more of these conversations so that women know we are partners in this. You know, we all have to contribute to raising these children. Mm-hmm. So let's champion this thing and be partners. With this. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love that. So, yeah, I, I just pray that we have more of those conversations to get us on a whole nother level with that, you know? Amen. So, that was a mouthful. Girl, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that hits home with so many of my listeners. So, Um, So, now that you're married, you know, you're raising a little girl, but now, well, well, no, let me take it all the way back. (laughs) You're planning your wedding. Yes. (laughs) And you realize, life of, I could do this, like, in real life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that happened yeah um <laughs> that was kind of crazy because when I I've been on another podcast um and it's a just a strictly a business podcast and it's so funny because when I talk to other small business owners they always have like these stories they're like oh I always knew I wanted to be a business owner and I was selling lemonade when I was three and all this kind of stuff <laughs> And I just did not have that experience. Like, I did not have that story. I, I am not the, you know, girl boss who, I mean, I'm a girl boss now, but <laughs> I didn't have the like typical, oh, I've always done this kind of thing. I never wanted to be a business owner. Like that was never mm. even on my radar. I didn't think about it. Didn't want to do it. I was like, I'm going to be a teacher. I work for the state. We have good benefits. I'm good. Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so I started planning my wedding. And like you said, um, it was about two months before my wedding. And I realized, I was like, I think I could do this. Tell my husband, who is so supportive and so sweet. And he's like, yeah, you can. Literally. Oh, I love it. Built my website, booked clients. And my first wedding was the week after my actual wedding. So, girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How did you pull that off? Because planning a wedding, and I know how detailed you are as a person. Like, you are a planner. So <laughs> how did you work that out? <laughs> um, I think naturally I am just definitely a servant at heart. And so, and I make relationships with women really easily. Um, and so for me, just building relationships and just being like hey what do you need I got you and it was easy for me to plan my wedding so my wedding was already done girl before I even got the ring I told y'all that's why I had to read them books (laughs) because I was just crazy about this wedding and so (laughs) that was already done literally (laughs) oh my god I had to you know read my little book so I can pipe my little hopes and dreams down so I had already had my wedding plan since I was like five so that was done um (laughs) That that I, think, <laughs> I think just another part of it too was I'm a very like spiritual person I'm not religious I'm not gonna sit here and act like I go to church every Sunday because I don't but I'm a very spiritual person and I feel like um the seasons that we go through as women and I understood mm-hmm. you know during my engagement I felt like I went through a transition in my womanhood I felt like I was becoming mm-hmm. a new woman I felt like it was just a different, it felt different than anything else I had gone through. And so knowing that feeling, that's why I started my business because I wanted to be able to be there for other women while they were going through that season and that transition, because it's just something that you can't explain for me. That was my experience. Oh my gosh. And you know what, that I think that's such an accurate statement because when you look at the reviews and things from the brides that you've helped, it's almost as like you treat every single wedding as if it's your wedding. Yes, I do. And I'm so invested in marriage. And I think that marriage is like the most amazing thing on the planet. Just the fact that we are blessed with the opportunity to have a partner for life. Like I look at, you know, my parents and some of their friends and some of their like, illnesses that they're going through right now you know like cancer and stuff like that and it's like some of them are by themselves and they have nobody Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. I mean it's such a blessing like yeah you're gonna fight you're gonna argue you're gonna whatever but like at the end of the day like it's such a blessing to be able to come home and be like you know what I have a person in my corner we are doing this together and they're gonna be there for me and so I'm so like invested in that that I, I mean, that's the, that's, that's so important to me. You know, at that part right there alone, I think anyone listening to this who might be struggling in their marriage, this right here, just that statement alone, I think it probably planted some seeds. Yeah. <laughs> really like it, your marriage, a marriage is hard and it, you're going to struggle. But when you look, even when it comes down to the children, like when I look and there's been times when we, we, I'll tell you, my first year was very hard. And when I thought about having to have Chloe see us not be together, mm. I couldn't do that. Like, I, I, I physically could not do that to her. Like, I, I can't. 
Oh, wow. My husband always makes this comment, this statement. He says, it's bigger than you. And that's exactly how you viewed it. Like, this is bigger than me. So I can't be selfish in this moment. It's true. It's so true. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's like every episode gets better and better. (laughs) Like, I get so from talking to my guests and it and you know let me just say this I think I know some pretty phenomenal people because (laughs) everyone that has been on the podcast so far are people that you know I just know and know that I'm in the space with so many amazing people it's like okay Lord I see I see what you're doing (laughs) you know I could just pick up the phone and call on my friends like hey you want to be on my podcast (laughs) because we really have yeah like you guys have these stories that oh goodness that just really speak to people so oh I'm so glad that you were one of the people that is so professional you thank you I I, I sent you the link you sign right up (laughs) (laughs) you know what it is too because with you know obviously with my business like and I work for nine to five like if a client, I, I didn't want to put do it too far out because if I get an inquiry from a bride and she needs me to meet her and then I, so I had time today. I was like, nope, we're doing it today. <laughs> and, and even I today, love- I still had, you know, I had a hospital visit. One of my friends just had a baby. And so like, I was still, you know, doing a lot of things, but I tried to be very prompt, even with my brides. If you read my reviews, I'm very prompt. I'm like, mm-hmm. getting this thing done fast. <laughs> yes. And I greatly appreciate it. I was like, oh. See, she just made this so easy for me. (laughs) So, so easy. So what do you think has been your biggest, most major shift in 2018? Oh, gosh, girl. Uh, I definitely feel like I'm still kind of experiencing it. Um, Mm -hmm. So in 2018, we started trying for a baby. We got pregnant and then we miscarried. And I think that was like, that was my biggest shift because it was something that I physically could not control. Like everything Mm -hmm. else in my life, I'm like, oh no, I can, this is happening. Like I can control it. I can control my business, everything else. But like when you physically can't control something, especially for a person like me who is very controlling and very type (laughs) A and very planning and all of the things. That makes you feel crazy. Yeah. I had to really, it was almost like another one of those moments where I had to really like sit down and be like, okay, I have to sit in this. I can't, you know, work my way through it, like, and just cover it up. Like I have to deal with it. So I think that was my biggest shift. And I had to start focusing on other things, like some areas of my marriage that weren't in the best shape. We had to really deal with it. We had to face it instead of just like, just ignoring it or being like, oh, well, we'll get there. We're we're doing fine everywhere else. So we'll get there, you know? Oh, goodness. That part right there, like facing it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a punk at that. I can admit it. (laughs) I commend you on saying like, no, we, we need to identify what this is and face it and fix it. So yeah, that's not my story. So, (laughs) but it can be, but it can be. Yeah. I'm I'm very headstrong. So, (laughs) 
But Excuse are me. you headstrong in the right areas, though? That part right there. I got, I, you know, I got to do a little tweaking on that. <laughs> I got to do a little tweaking. And I can admit my flaws. So, yeah, that's step one. <laughs> Listen, we all have them, girl. We all have them. Oh, goodness. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today because that's really what these are. You know, I don't even feel like they're interviews. We're just sitting here talking about real life things that happen to people every single day. Yes, I have too. So what I like to do with my guests before we wrap the call is what I call a time capsule. So, you know, I want to ask those questions that, you know, are really going to make an impact on someone so they can go back later and listen to it and learn from it. So, you ready? (laughs) I'm nervous, but I'm ready. (laughs) Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. It's painless. (laughs) So, question number one. What would you tell your younger self? um, I would tell my younger self to not be afraid of change. Mm. Yeah. Coming from a planner, that is a good one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, things change. That's why you have to shift the plan. That's so true. That is, I love the, I love the name of this podcast because it's so true. Like life comes in shifts and waves and seasons and just don't be afraid of change. That's awesome. Question number two, what keeps you sane through your journey? Hmm. My girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I think if it wasn't for them, I don't know. They keep me sane. <laughs> yeah, because if they look like they'll pull up on you, like, uh-uh, what's going on? <laughs> so, and they believe in all of the things I believe in. They fight for my marriage. They, I mean, oh, wow. it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm blessed with that for sure. Oh, like y'all are amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, question number three, what tools best help you in your day to day? And that could be in anything like your marriage, your work life, or in your business life. Um, I definitely read a lot of self-help books. I mostly only read like nonfiction. So like the books I was telling you about, I read the power of a praying wife. Uh, I have a ton of books. Like if I sent you a picture of my nightstand right now, I've not read all of them, but I'm just constantly looking for things to help me be a better woman. Um, And so I think reading and just always looking to improve is what gets me through because I'm I'm a very actionable person. Mm -hmm. So when I want something, I'm trying to find a solution. So definitely reading, praying, talking to my friends. I think that it's important to always be in development mode. So I think that's awesome. So out out of outside of the two books that you've mentioned, if you want to send me any other books that really speak to you, I can add those to the show notes as well. Absolutely. Question number four. Um, what is the name of another shift maker that goes under the radar, but people really need to know who they are? Hmm. A female? Mm-hmm. That's a tough one for me. <laughs> this is always the hardest question for people because they're like, I don't want to leave anyone out, but dang. 
I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, I can think of one person off the top of my head. She just popped in my brain. Um, her name, she's another wedding planner, but she actually inspired me. Like when I met her, I was like, oh, I need to step my game up. Like, have you ever met somebody like that where you're like, dang, I need like, girl, you're, and she's younger than me and she just got her thing going on. Um, yes. Her name is Emore Campbell. Spell that for me. E-M-O-R-E. And her last name is Campbell. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. Okay, so we will get her handle so people can connect with her and see why she is such a shift maker. She definitely is a shift maker. So we will definitely connect with her. Let's see. Question number five. I think this is probably the best question out of all of them. (laughs) (laughs) What are you most thankful for? I am most thankful for, gosh, so many things. I know, right? That's the toughest one, but it's the best one. I just think right now, since I'm still on this side of the green grass, I'm just thankful for every day that is new that I get to try again. Mm, That is an awesome one. I think we take that part for granted. Like, it's a new day. You get to start again. That's right. You get to start again. So it's okay if you had some some fails today, but that fail is going to teach you something. So the next day you can come out stronger. So I think that that's Amen. a great one. That is a great one. Well, see, I told you it was painless. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good. That was good. You made me think. You made me think deeply, but that was good. Yes. See, I try. I try to do a little bit of something. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. I hope that our listeners enjoyed you. Um, There were so many nuggets in here, like even just the whole segment on marriage. Like, I think we need to connect again and just do one just about marriage. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would love that so much. I've been wanting to do that somewhere in the universe. So I would absolutely love that. Yes, because you are very, very, very inspiring when it comes to that. And like you said, marriage is is work, you know, it's work. And you're doing it along with having a nine to five, you know, having that blended family life and running a business successfully. (laughs) Okay, like you're not no slouch out here. You are running a very successful business. So (laughs) thank you so much. Yeah, it can be done, ladies. It can be done. <laughs> it can be done. Like, in any questions, if you guys follow me, you want to know anything, I, I, she can tell you I'm open book. DM me, <laughs> email me. Yes. I do not mind. I I promise if I don't get back to you, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's probably because I'm, like, busy. But I will get back to you at some point. So. <laughs> yes, you will. So, how can they find you? So, you can follow me. Um, my business account is called um, Jenkins and Co. Weddings. And I'm sure you'll like link that in the show notes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my personal account is Hey Miss Jenkins. But um, you can reach me on either one of those. You can email me. You can get my email and my website from both of those handles. And like I said, DM me. Say hey. Right. Let her know what you thought about this episode. Yeah. Let me know. Say hey and just. You know, tell me if I if I did a good job or not. 
Yes, you did a phenomenal job. Like, like you would not have. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I was like, oh my gosh. But I'm so excited and I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I try not to spring too much on my guests, but I like it to be like so real, so transparent and just shooting from the hip type of yes. style. So I love it. Yes, well, you have a great evening. You guys, make sure that you subscribe and connect with all of those mentioned in the show notes. And we will see you on the next episode of Shift the Plan. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shift the Plan podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure that you are subscribed and that you rate this episode as well as leave a review. Let me know what you think as well as any questions you may have for the guest that was on the episode today. Now some exciting news. If you haven't already seen it on my uh, Shift the Plan podcast or my personal page, The Rhonda Evans, we are now a whole tribe, y'all. I know it has evolved from just me having the idea to starting the podcast to now wanting to connect with more individuals who are shift makers, those who are making an impact in different areas in the community and education, mental health, and just what that foundation of building families are. Um, And so I'm excited to announce that we are now an organization called Shift Maker Charlotte. So you can head on over to our Instagram page at shift.makers.clt and take a look at what we have going on. And you can also go directly to the website at shifttheplan.com backslash join the tribe.